0: Well, once again, good morning. Welcome to Morning Manor. All the Morning Manorites out there from near and far. God bless you for this is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So come on, rejoice, 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 speak to your day, speak to your God, speak to yourself and speak to your environment, speak to your world, speak to your day. And decree and declare that today you're going to rejoice in every area of your life. Your spirit is going to rejoice. Your soul going to rejoice. And your body is going to rejoice today. Amen. Because you have nourished the spirit through reading the word and praying. Nourished the um, the soul by words of affirmation. Nourished the body by proper eating and exercise and all those things that are necessary. Because you are body, soul, and spirit. Amen. And and may God continue to bless you and use you as you continue to believe him and walk in his word. I want to talk today about the seed, which is the word of God and, and your response to it. How do you respond to the word of God? How many know that when you hear the word It's your responsibility how you respond to it. Matter of fact, the word requires a response. Let me say it again. The word of God requires a response. You either believe it or you don't. (laughs) You accept it or you reject it. It's completely up to you. God does not force his word Upon you, but I tell you, when you see the word, hear the word, understand the word, and be converted by the word, Jesus says you have now positioned yourself to be healed by that word. Amen. So you need healing in your body. There are some specific things you need to do, and I'm going to speak that to, speak to it today. Let me go to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter, let me put my glasses on just for a moment so I can see what I am reading. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 15. There it is. All right. Don't need the glasses no more. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, should understand with their heart and should be converted and listen and I should heal them. This is Jesus talking about the response to the word and what he was saying is that people are not healed, they're not converted because their hearts have waxed cold or wax gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes have been closed. Simply means they are closed their eyes to seeing the word close their ears to hearing the word and shut down their understanding, right? They really don't want to hear it. Don't, they don't want to see it. They're not even going to consider it. That's what the word of God is saying. And he's saying, if you can see the word, hear the word, understand the word, and be converted by the word, then your healing will come. So did you just go ahead and he breaks it down a little further? He breaks it down to, to, uh, to the response. This is what he says. Here's the parable of the sower. He says, "When one heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, catcheth away that was sown in his heart." This is the one who received the seed by the wayside. So the question is, are you a wayside person? Are are you receiving the word? Um, but you're not understanding it, listen, if you're not understanding the word, then the Bible said the wicked one will come and he will take away from you, take the word from you so you never receive understanding. So if there's a word that you receive from the Lord and you don't get it, you need to seek God for the understanding before The wicked one comes and snatches that word. And how does he snatch it? It causes you to forget it. (laughs) You simply forget it. You simply set it aside, right? You don't understand it. You don't understand it, so you set it aside. It's like you pick up a toy and you're trying to figure out you can't play, you don't know how to play. I just put it down, never bother with it again, right? Because you just couldn't understand it. And so this is what he does. So the wicked one comes and takes it away, simply means causes you to forget it. Shut it out of your mind. Amen. And that's the person who received the word by the way. You just sort of hear it. You didn't pay attention to it really. It sounded good, you know, because you heard it. it, sounded good to you, but you don't have no clue what the word means. And you have not taken the time to seek God for understanding. And and because of that, you lose Um, The power you lose, the anointing that's on that word. And that it could have been that word that God has sent to transform your life. But because you didn't get it, because you didn't understand it. It did not come in the way you think it should come. That's sort of like prayers being answered. You know, God is sending an answer to your prayer. You reject it because it doesn't come how you think it should come. It doesn't happen how you think it should happen. And because of that, you lose what God is trying to give to you. Amen. And so children of God, make sure if you hear a word from God, if you're praying and God is speaking to you, you have no clue. Your duty is to seek God for understanding. Because if you don't, you're going to lose what God is giving into you. Amen. The the evil one comes or the wicked one comes and he takes that word from you. Amen. And so then the second one is the one who received the words on stony ground. The same is he that heareth the word and with joy receive it. Yet he has not root himself, but endure for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he's offended, right? So this is somebody who receives the word. And receive it with joy. <laughs> Amen. Love the word. My God, it was so good. I was in church and the word was so good. And the preacher preached a word. But then, because of the word, persecution and tribulation comes. Right? Um, what could be persecution? What could be tribulation because of the word? What, what could it possibly possibly be? It could be things of the world. Things that you like doing and things that you refuse to give up. It causes all kinds of things in your mind. It causes conflicts in your mind or people reject you because now you are trying to live your life differently. You're rejected. You're persecuted. People shun you and say, well, you know, you're not the same person you used to be. Well, you absolutely are not. The Bible says, if any man in Christ, he's new. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You know, but then again, sometimes it could could be just things you refuse to give up, you know, fornication and refuse to give up partying and drinking and smoking and, you know, and all the other stuff that, you know, we get caught up in, in the world, because now that becomes like conflict because the the word is telling you not to do those things anymore. So the joy that you once have is now turned into sorrow. Because you have to give up some things that you love to do and things that feel good to you. Because it feels good, you may even question whether or not it's wrong. <laughs> but when the word of God is telling you that it's wrong, it's like persecution. It's like tribulation. But you know, the funny thing is that it's all in your mind. Amen. It's all in your flesh. It's your flesh warring against the spirit. Jesus said, my word, they are spirit and they are life. Amen. And so, when that happens, you lose that joy because of the persecution, because of the tribulation, um, because of the trials, the temptation, those things. You you tend to lose the joy, and because you lose the joy, you turn away from it and go back to doing what you used to do. Hmm? Stony ground, and then, um, then the the ones who receive the word among thorns. And that person is who received the word, but the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. Amen. You know what that means? That means, you know, you receive the word, but the issue, your issues in life right? You're working seven, seven days a week. You're just, you, you know, you got to have the nicest of everything. And so you've got to work for it. You give no attention to the word of God, to your spirit. You're simply just a busybody, 24 um, seven. But everything that the cares of this world, the responsibilities of this world, be- renders you unfair. Fruitful, you have no time for the things of God, you have no time for church, you have no time to share the word of God, you have no time to witness, you have no time to do anything in the kingdom of God. Why? Because you're so busy with the cares of the world. You've got to take you got to take care of business. You know how they say, gotta take care of business, and so because you're taking care your of business. And you become unfruitful in the kingdom of God. And it renders you a good for nothing in the kingdom of God. That You know, there's many, too many idle people in the kingdom of God. You're not doing anything in the kingdom of God. You're busy in Satan's kingdom. But in God's kingdom, you are useless. You're doing absolutely nothing. The Bible says you are unfruitful. You produce nothing in the kingdom of God. That's an unfruitful person. Oh yeah, you may produce wealth and riches and all that stuff in Satan's kingdom. <laughs> but remember, all those things are temporary. And you that thing, it does not follow you into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. And one day you're going to have to leave all that stuff behind. And what will you have in the kingdom of heaven if you are unfruitful? Amen. And so don't spend all your time, you know, seeking after the things in Satan's kingdom. Seek the things of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Seek the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. God's righteousness and everything else gonna be added unto. you. Refuse to be a good for nothing in the kingdom of heaven. Refuse to be unfruitful. Amen. You know, one day you're gonna to have to give an account. Right, of, of how you lived your life, did you win any souls? It wouldn't be a shame if you get to the if when you when you meet your maker and your creator and they check um, your your fruit basket and there's nothing in it. It's empty. You have rec- You have not produced anything. You're absolutely good for nothing in the kingdom of heaven. You need to change that immediately. Amen. You know th- you we can't just focus. On, on getting rich or or buying material things and, and all we just cannot do it. We must focus on the things of God. Amen, refuse to be choked by the cares of the world. Amen. We must first be heavenly minded in order to be of earthly good. And lastly, he that received the seed unto good ground is he that heareth the word, Understandeth the word, and which beareth fruit, and bringeth forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some thirty. And some 60, some 30, 60, even a hundred These are the producers. These are the go-getters. These are the people who do great things for the Lord. And these are the people who see the word, hear the word, understand the word, and are converted by the word, transformed by that word, excited, stay excited, and are happy to live your life according to the word god said that person will be fruitful you're the type of person will tell people about the lord somebody is sick you quick to pray for him you're quick to give a word of encouragement to somebody that is down you are you, you are compassionate um, when you see people going through hard times and trials you don't look down on them you don't cross the road you know um, like what happened to the samaritan yeah you don't cross the, the man that was robbed Um, You don't cross the road on the other side, uh, so you don't have to deal with what's there. You become like that Samaritan. You see him. You have compassion on on people. Amen. You don't look down on people. You are good. You received this. The seed fell on good ground. Amen. And you produce 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. You understand this. when, And Jesus says... When you, if you can see the word, uh, which is perceive it, if you could hear it, that means you receive it, you believe it, you understand it, amen, you understand that word, that word converts your life, changes your mind, transform your mind and Jesus says, when you get to that place he says that's when healing comes. Amen you want to be healed in your body. you want to be healed in the first place you need to be healed is in your mind. Healing comes in the body after the mind has been healed. So heal your mind, heal your body and heal your life. Heal the systems around you. Heal the circumstances that you're in by seeing the word, hearing the word, understanding the word, and being converted by that word. I like to say being transformed by that word. Amen. But the Bible said we must not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And our minds can only be renewed by the Word, Amen. And so, let me encourage all of us and all of you um, to read the Loga, the Logos. See it, read it, um, pray and listen to God for His rhema. That means hearing and listening and because reading the word and seeing the word and hearing from God require your attention requires your focus and when we do that it leads to great understanding amen and then we can make decisions based on knowledge guided by the holy spirit a lot of us make really or, or have made some really bad decisions simply because we're not guided by the holy spirit and we didn't make decisions based on knowledge we made decisions based on feelings or innuendos right but that's not how especially life-changing decisions make life-changing decisions based upon the word of god refuse to do anything that's going to jeopardize your life without seeking God first. See the word, hear the word, understand the word and be converted by the word and Jesus says, then I will heal you. Amen. We give God thanks for his word. Amen. We give God thanks. And I pray that the word of God when it when it when it as it pertains to your life, it finds good ground amen good ground so the, the things of the world is not choking you out you know you don't lack understanding you get it you know if you if you lack understanding you seek God for it amen um, you're not allowing the the the, you, the persecutions or the tribulations or the temptations to have you cancel out the word of God on your life don't do it. God says he will not allow you to be tempted above what you can handle. And even in that, he will make a way of escape. So don't say God set you up to fail because he never will. You just The, the words just, just need to find good ground in your life. David said that word, that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you and so in order to to live above sin and to consistently walking in a healed place we need to have the word of god in our heart amen too many christians are depressed you know you know why they're depressed because they're not dwelling on the word because when you dwell on the word it leaves no room for depression Amen. It doesn't. It doesn't leave room for despair. It doesn't leave room for suicidal thoughts. You cancel those things. You cast down all those demonic imaginations. Amen. Cast cast them down. Take authority over suicidal thoughts and negative things. And whatever things are true, whatever things are just, whatever things are honest, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report. Those are the things we need to think on. And so I pray that today that you get a grip of this word and allow the word to find good ground in your life. And that when the word finds good ground, it produces thirty-fold, sixty-fold, and even a hundredfold a return on the word. God is expecting a return on his word. It's your responsibility to read that word, gain the understanding from it, gain the knowledge, be transformed the word, be transformed by that word so your life can be changed through healing. And this is what the Word of God says. And so I pray that today that you are the person where the Word finds good ground. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again, for wherever your Word is, there is power. For Father, your Word has power for transformation, for application, God for creation, and even for information. And so I pray that today, God, the Word will have found good ground in the lives of your people. Lift hearts and and lift minds, God, from the earthy into the heavenly. Let your power be made manifest. And Father, as we go through our days and on our jobs and our place of employment, and God, those are business owners. I pray, Father, that we will allow the light that's inside of us to shine. And, and God, that people may see our good works and come to glorify you. And I pray, Father, that every listener, none is a good for nothing in the kingdom but Father, they are producers in your kingdom. They, they are increasing every day. They produce good fruit, 30-fold, 60-fold, even, and hundredfold. I speak that over their lives now in the name of Jesus. Father, bring them from nothingness, bring them from lackadaisical attitude, and bring them to a place, God, where they're energetic they are producers in your kingdom father we thank you let not the adversary have his way with your children let him not steal the word that they have been taught but father i pray they will consider all that you are saying to them that transformation and change may come to their lives. Father, I speak to the circle that they're standing in, their circumstance, God. I pray, Lord, that their circle would change, that their circumstance may change. Cause them to speak to their day, to their time, to their seasons. Speak the blessings and the favor of God in every situation. I pray, God, as they step out today, God, they invoke your presence. They connect with you today, Heavenly Father. Let healing come to a sick body. Lord, I rebuke headaches, especially migraines. I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. And I speak absolute release and relief from headaches and body aches and neck aches and back aches and strains and all the things that we deal with in the earth realm. Let today be a day of peace and a day of relief from all types of pains and issues, that, Father, we can lift our hands in praise, and we can glorify you, Father God, without pain. Heavenly Father, those who may be in a hospital bed, I pray you will reach them right where they are, God, and pull them out of the bedroom of sickness, and bring them back, God, to your house of worship. We give you thanks again, Heavenly Father, for the favor you have placed on our heads. The increase that is on our hands and the swiftness to our feet. We thank you for forgiving our past, preserving our present, and guaranteeing our future. For there is not a feeble one among us, but we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in you, our Lord, in the power of your might. For even though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. Heavenly Father, we bless this day. And we give you thanks, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.